This is WWJ All Local. The suspect in custody in connection with the murder of a synagogue president, Samantha Wall. Detroit police are now working to bring charges. We get the update now live from WWJ's Charlie Langton. What do we know so far, Charlie? Well, we know that there are still a lot of questions, Jackie, to be answered, but we could get some more information today. Detroit Police Chief James White, he says that a suspect has been arrested in the case of murdered Jewish leader Samantha Wall. Sources are saying, however, that the suspect was arrested in the Kalamazoo area, but the chief would only confirm that a suspect was arrested. 40-year-old Wall was found stabbed to death outside of her home in Lafayette Park near downtown Detroit back on October 21st. Chief White again emphasized that he did not believe that this was a hate crime, but he did say this is an ongoing investigation. Again, stay with WWD. If we have information, we will present that information to you. It could be an arraignment. We have to see. Reporting live, Charlie Langton, WWJ News Radio, 950. For Samantha Wall's family and friends, there is relief that an arrest has been made in the case. Sam Dubin is with the Jewish Community Relations Council. It's definitely welcome news. Uh, to the Jewish community. And, you know, we really want more information. Uh, you know, sunlight is the best disinfectant. So, you know, we welcome this news and we really hope that the Detroit Police Department provides us more information. And as we get more information on that story, we will, of course, bring it to you. Governors across the country, including Governor Whitmer, have sent a letter to Congress calling for increased funding to secure places of worship. Whitmer says the increase would help to keep people safe amid rising threats and violence targeted toward Jewish, Muslim, and Arab communities and houses of worship. The governors are calling for an increase to the federal nonprofit security grant program. It's a program through FEMA that offers security enhancements to nonprofits that are at high risk of a terrorist attack. Developing this morning, a police chase and crash on the east side with a patrol car getting pretty banged up. WWJ's Mike Campbell, he's live on the scene, Mike. Yeah, on the east side of Detroit, but it was uh, East Point Police Cruiser that was smashed up along with a suspect vehicle. I'm on Bradford and Findlay right off of Grash, maybe a couple, three blocks uh, west of Grashit. Uh, or north of Gratiot, pardon me, and uh, probably about two or three miles south of East Point. This was came in as a, uh, a manhunt in the area. Got here and saw the police cruiser and the Jeep smashed up against uh, a garage at the intersection of, again, Bradford and Findlay. And uh, the suspect, doors were flung open. Don't know if the suspect got out and ran. The East Point police officers weren't talking on scene. I did uh, get them to say that they do have a suspect in custody. So if there was a manhunt, it's over at this point. At least a suspect is in custody. And uh, the scene is cleared, but police are obviously still working this case. Reporting live uh, from East Detroit to East side of Detroit, Mike Campbell, WWJ, News Radio 950. You've probably heard it before. No police call is routine. A perfect example of that in Macomb County after two police officers were injured while trying to serve mental commitment papers to a man at a home in Armada. Police say the man was saw the officers on an upstairs floor. He picked one of them up and threw him over a railing down a steep staircase. The officer suffered multiple broken bones and other injuries and is currently hospitalized. The second officer was also injured during the incident. Backup officers from the Macomb County Sheriff's Office and Michigan State Police arrived. The suspect was tasered and arrested. He is expected to be charged today. 
State lawmakers getting involved in Michigan football's alleged sign-stealing scheme. Eleven state lawmakers from both sides of the aisle sent a letter to Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti urging the conference to hold off on potential punishments until after the investigation is finished. The Wolverines are under NCAA investigation for alleged in-person scouting violations having to do with traveling to opponents' games to steal their signs. The 11 lawmakers from both the state House and Senate are asking the Big Ten to make sure that Michigan gets a fair and unbiased investigation. In two separate calls last week, several Big Ten coaches and athletic directors demanded the conference to take action on the scandal immediately. Luke Sloan, WWJ News Radio 950. We have had a bad batch of apple cider to tell you about. But it's not your ordinary apple cider. This particular sort is, by design, cannabis-infused. What they left out was an ingredient that ensures shelf stability. There have been reports of the cans swelling and even exploding. Armada Cannabis Company makes the cider, and this batch was sold between October 11th and November 1st of this year. The Michigan Cannabis Regulatory Agency has issued the recall. Kyle Kimball, WWJ News Radio 950. And it's an important meeting today between UAW President Sean Fain and President Biden. The last time they met was on a picket line here in Metro Detroit. Today's meeting will be in Illinois near the Belvedere plant that will be reopened. Fain says that was an important part of the settlement, but so is something that could prevent other plant closings. We now have the right to strike over plant closures, meaning if they want to close a plant, They'll have to face a strike threat across the entire company. Fain saying little about the presidential visit during a Facebook Live address. So far, the union has not yet made a formal presidential endorsement. Jeff Gilbert, WWJ, News Radio 950. Metro Detroit Ford dealerships are helping veterans transition back to everyday life. They're offering service members a 24-month apprenticeship, certifying them as Ford and Lincoln chassis technicians. Paul Peters is the Technical Career Entry Program Coordinator at Ford, and he says dealerships hire veterans living right in their communities. I would dare say that we have a, a, a dealer probably within, you know, 30 miles of, of most military bases. And, um, you know, we both Ford and our dealers want to do the right thing, you know, and so part of that is this apprenticeship is we, we the dealers give them a, a mentorship day one. They they help provide tools or assist, you know, the, the veteran getting tools. Almost a thousand Ford dealerships across the nation take part in the program. Veterans Day is this Saturday. It is a new effort to address staffing shortages at fire departments. Legislation has been introduced in the Michigan House that would mandate discussions on staffing levels during fire union contract negotiations. Matthew Saar is president of the Michigan Professional Firefighters Union. He says addressing staffing concerns would boost everyone's safety. It's all about our residents and the communities that we serve, the business owners and your property. And this is what this is going to help. This bill helps protect our communities. SAR urges all firefighters. The property there. Excuse me. SAR urges all firefighters to contact their state representatives to push for the bill's adoption. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8th, tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950.